The last thing we were discussing was someone who put eschach on the boards of a bed. According to Hachamim, would be kasher. According would be pasul. And we got into that whole sugya uh, of being ma'amid eschach on something that's mekabel tum'an. How do we kosher it according to Rebbe And with that, we are starting kaf bet amud aleph, straight first line where the Mishnah is. And the Mishnah says, sukah ha-medublelet. And the Gemara will explain what medublelet means. And if there's more shade than sun, it is kosher. But if I put so much schach, it becomes like a ceiling of a house. Even though I can't see the stars from inside, and the stars should be able to be seen. And from what we're understanding, that rain has to be able to come inside because we still need something of that dirat uh, alai, that temporary house factor. Uh, therefore, the chathila, we need it, but if not, it is kasher. And the Gemara starts with our question, my medublelet, what does the word medublelet mean? So amarav, sukanya, it's a poor sukah, I mean, it doesn't have a lot of ischach on top. However, he put it in a way where the shade is more than the sun. Therefore, it's kasher. Shmuel Amar, kane olev kane yored. Shmuel holds, we're talking about two levels of schach, but they are placed in a way where it's one up, one down, one up, one down, one up, one down, one up, one down, throughout the sukkah. If you have a picture book, it would be very good to look into. Rav Tanihada. Rav learned one din from our Mishnah. Shmuel learned two dinim. Rav Tanihada. Rav learned one din. How? So he understands the Mishnah as follows. Suka medublelet. What's medublelet? Meduldelet. It doesn't have a lot of schach. Shetzilata meruba mechamata. That has more shade than sun. Keshera. That's one din. Shmuel Tanihata. He learned two dinim. My medublelet. What's medublelet? Mebulbelet. It's mixed up, meaning one up, one down. There's two dinim here. Number one is sukkah mebulbelet, a sukkah where the the schach is not in one one level. It's not in order. That's even if the, there's more sunlight than shade. And halacha number two is in a regular schach, if there's more shade than sunlight, it's kasher. And Amar Abayabaya said, That's only if between the level one and level two of the schach, there's not a three tefahim. So you could always uh, put it together. Remember that whole Labut thing where you imaginary uh, have them combined together. But if there's a separation of more than three tefahim, then you can't connect them together and therefore pesula. And all this is from the Halakhali Moshe Messinai Dinim of Gud Ahit, Gud Asik, and so on. And Rabbi Amar, he argues on Rabbi, even if there's a space of more than three tefahim, nami lo amaran, ela she'en gago tefah. All this that we're talking about, as long as between each schach or each reed or whatever bamboo doesn't have a tefah. But if each schach, each pole, whatever you're using on top has a tefah, then it's keshera. Why is it keshera? De amrinan havot rameh. We imaginary say take level two and bring it down, and now it becomes as if it's more shade than sunlight. 
And Amarava, Mena, Amin Allah, where do I know this deen that the Chi'it Bet Tefach, if there is a width of Tefach in each Schach, Amin Havot Rameh, we say imaginary you lower it, so this way it's one level, Vechilet Be, and if it doesn't have a width of a Tefach, Lo Amin Havot Rameh, we don't say imaginary, bring it down to even it out. Ditanan, we learn in Masechet Aholot, Legabe Tum'ah, and let's imagine a two floor house, and the ceiling of the first floor also serves as the floor of the second floor. And there's also a second level, which is the roof. The ceiling of the second floor is also the roof. And the Mishnah in Masech Ta'olot said as follows, Korot habayit, the boards on top of the first floor, which is the uh, the floor of the second floor, and on the roof, those ones. And we're talking uh, when these planks are one on top of the other. And there's no plaster connecting them. And they're really one on top of the other. If there is a tumah under, let's say on the on the ground level, there's a tumah under one of the the first floor boards. Then the entire area under it is tameh. However, the entire second floor is tahor because that plank blocked it off. Now, case number two, if there is a tum'ah bena tahtona la'ilyona, if it's on the second floor, there's tum'ah, then benehem tameh, then the entire second floor, which is in between the, the floor of the second floor and the roof is tameh. Number three, me'al gabe'ilyona, if it's on the roof, then from the roof until the sky is tameh, but everything under it is tahor. And number four, if the top ones and the bottom ones were in a way like our sukamidublelet, one up, one down, one up, one down, then tahtehen, if there's a tum'ah under it, tahat kulan tameh, then under all of them are tameh. Meaning the entire house is Tameh. And the idea is very simply, we're going to imaginary bring down those boards from the second level to the first level. And it's if the whole house is covered with one level of boards and there's like one roof. And the Mishnah ends off that Al Gabehen, if there's a Tumah on top of those boards, can Egdan al Tameh. Anything from on top of that roof all the way up to the sky is Tameh. Now we learned about this Brayta. When are all these Dinim said? In case 1 and 2 where there's a Tum'ah under, is Dafka Bizman Shiesh Bayin Tefah. Dafka of these wooden boards have a Tefah. Then this this wooden board creates an oil and it blocks Tum'ah from going on top. And also in case number four, when it's one up, one down, in between each one has to be a size of a tefah. If you don't have an area between them that's a tefah wide, then if there's tuma under one of the, uh, the first floor of planks, then then the area under it is tameh. But the rest of the house is not tameh because we're not saying lower it, and therefore benehin all the all the area in in between that space vealgaben or on on top of it, which means uh, level two second floor. All that is tahor because again we're not saying bring down the boards as if they're one roof. Alma. So bottom line, what do we see from all this? Right, the kiit be tefah. If these planks have a tefah wide, I mean, didn't we say bring it down, make believe they're one level? 
And if they don't have a width of it, we don't say bring it down. From okay, from this Tuman Taharakis, we're going to learn from our Mishnah, the same idea that if the Schach doesn't have a Tefach where it's one up, one down, then we're not going to say Havot Rameh, but if it does have a width of a Tefach, even if they're separated by more than th- uh, three Tefachim from the first level to the top level, then we're going to say Havot Rameh, and we're going to look at it as if there's more shade than sunlight, and the Sukkah will be Kasher. So that's where he gets his proof from. So now, Yativ Rav Kana Ve'ka'amar Now, Rav Kana sat there and he said this entire sugya of Rava that even if there's more than three Tfahim separating from the first level to the second level, if there's a Tefah width, then we could say Habot Rami. And Amar the Rav Asheh Rav Kana. Rav Asheh had a question to Rav Kana to ask on Rava. You tell me if there's there is no tefah on each one of the boards, we're not going to say imaginary, bring it down. We learned in Masechet Eruvin about a cross beam that allows uh, people to carry in a maboy, an alleyway. Remember, there's an alleyway. It looks like a dead end. The, the open area, all you need to do is put a cross beam on top. And that lets everyone carry in between. If a cross beam is coming out from one side of the dead end on the open side, and it's going all the way towards the other side, but it doesn't reach the other wall. And the same idea if there's two beams, they're coming out from each side. Each one's coming out from the other side. And they don't touch one another in the middle. There's a space in between them. If it's pahot mishloshaf, the open space is less than three tfahim, and not tzachla vikora acheret, you don't have to bring another cross beam. Shelosha, but if there's three tfahim, tzachla vikora acheret, then you have to bring another beam. And Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, he argues, and he says, pahot me'arba and tzachla vikora acheret, if it's less than four tfahim, then you don't have to bring another one. You say Lavud even with fourth Fahim. However, if it's Arba'ah, if it's more than fourth Fahim, Sayyid Lavi Aheret, you have to bring another crossbeam. And the same idea would be Vechen, Shetek Korot Hamatimot. If you have two crossbeam, but they're very skinny, and and neither one can hold even a brick. If they can both hold a brick, by its width, and then and seichla vikor acheret. You don't have to bring another cross beam. This one's kosher. That's enough. Ve'im lav, and if they are too skinny, and if you put a brick on it, it'll break. Seichla vikor acheret. You have to bring another cross beam. Rabban Shimon Megamli El Omer. Rabban Shimon Megamli El says you could even be lenient. Im mekablot ariach leorko shiloshat fahim. If they could. Hold the brick by its length. Now it has to be Shiloshat Fahim, this brick. If they could hold that, then Ensaikhlavi Kora Aheret. They don't have to bring another crossbeam. Ve'im love, and if they're still not strong enough, then Ensaikhlavi Kora Aheret. Then you have to bring another crossbeam. Hayu Ahatle Mala Vahatle Mata. These crossbeams, if one of them was down, the other one was on top, meaning they're not, uh, they're not on the same level. Then Omer We see the top one as if it's down, or the bottom one as if it's up. We'll even it out and make it kosher. However, as long as the top one is not above twenty amot from the ground, then it's pasul. Or the bottom one lower than ten tefahim, because then it's pasul. It's as if they're not there. 
Now, the problem that Rav Asher had on Rava is this entire Braita that we brought about Eruvin, the entire point was that as long as both of them are under 20, above 10, then okay, Amrin and Chavot Rameh, then we'll say they will imaginary have them even out. Even though it doesn't have a Tefah. So Rava, where'd you get your Tefah from? Here we have a Braitala Gabiruvin. We're also saying Havotrami. And we didn't see the word Tefah. So Amale Rav Kahana told Rav Ashid explain Rava. Tarit Mahak. You should explain that Braita as follows. As long as the top one is not above twenty amot, Elavitokhasim has to be under twenty amot, Vatahtona Semukhala Bepahot Mishlosha. And that bottom cross beam has to be lower in it, but not lower than three tefahim. Inami, or you could say as long as the lower cross beam is not lower than 10 tefahim, it's above 10 tefahim. And the top one is close enough to it within 3 tefahim. If it's a 3 or more, since it's not, a th- it doesn't have a thickness of a tefah. We don't say this concept of imaginary lowering and evening them out. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, is more shade than sun, then it is kasher. And now we understood that ha, he had a if it's 50-50, exactly the 50% sunlight, 50% shade, then it would be pesula. And the problem is because we already learned in the first parak over here, there's more sunlight than shade, it's pasul. If they're even, 50-50, kasher so explain yourself. There's, we have contradicting Mishnayot. So look at my answer. No. There's no contradiction. Our Mishnah, where that says that it needs to be more shade than sunlight, is Dafka the Schach, meaning there has to be more Schach than open area on top. However, if it was 50 50, then the Sukkah would be Pasul. Because the sun, when the sun comes into this sukkah, it looks on the floor as if it's much, much more. And kan milmata in the first parak where we said it's pasul if there's more sunlight than shade, and it sounds like if it was fifty-fifty, it'd be kasher. Is dafka if there's the even amount on the ground level, meaning then you know that there is more schach than than open area on top. And this is what people say, if on top of the sukkah there's an open space the size of a zuz, which is a small coin, then by the time that open space, the sunlight comes through and it gets to the ground, it'll be the size of an istera, which is a bigger coin. And that's why 50-50 on ground level is kasher, because just that little bit of sunlight will just end up growing. Now that's the way Rashi explains it. Tosfot has an interesting way of explaining. He says if you measure the shade and the open area at the top by the schach area and they're equal, then the sukkah is kasher because it becomes like open area and closed off area that are equal and it's kasher. Parutz ke'omed we said was kasher. However, if you're standing at the ground level of the sukkah and they're 50-50, the sukkah is not kasher, because from the floor level, you're looking at that hole where the air is, and you're saying, oh, it's the size of an istira, a small coin, according to sport, but really it's the size of a zuz, which is much bigger. 
sort of like uh, looking at the stars. They look very small, but they're really huge. So that's the way Tosfot explains it. Okay, we learned in the Mishnah, Me'uba kemin bait. If you put so much schach, it's as thick as the ceiling of a wall. We said it was keshera. And Tanur Rabbanan, Me'uba kemin bait. If it's as thick as a ceiling in the house, Afal Even though you can't see the stars from inside at night, keshera. However, if you can't see the rays of the sun from inside, is a machloket. Bet Shemai poslin, bet Tilel machshirin. Bet Shemai says it's pasul because that's not a sukkah anymore. It looks, uh, it looks like a house. It's not a. It, you can't see sun, the sun rays. And bet Tilel says it's it's kasher. And really, lechatchila, it should be like bet Shemai. We should be able to see some sunlight, some stars. But if not, it's kasher like beti lel. And the question would come up is if if it's raining a lot by Sukkot, can I put two or three or four levels of schach to make sure the rain doesn't get in? And the chorab, the avad, it should work according to this. If we go according to beti lel, okay. The next mishnah: berosh If a person made a sukkah on top of a wagon or berosh final on top of a boat, keshera, it is kasher. Even though it might fall off with a regular wind over there, again, the sukkah doesn't have to be permanent. It could just be a temporary structure, and it's good enough. And you could go into that sukkah on Yom Tov. However, if you made the sukkah on top of a, a tree, or or on top of a camel, it is kasher, you can't go on it on Yom Tov. And the tree and the animal have the same thing. The tree, because you, you might break a branch. And on the animal, because you might be so tall that you might come to break a branch. This is a gezerah in Masechet Betzadaf Lamed Vav. We'll get to Bezrat Hashem. But that's the reason you can't use an animal on Shabbat. Shetayim ba'ilan v'chat adam. If a person put two walls of the sukkah on a tree, and the third wall you put... On a wall made by human beings, meaning with a long wall that reaches from the ground of where the tree is all the way to the top where the schach is. Or if you put two walls on a wall that you made and that third wall is leaning on us on, on the actual tree. Keshera, it is a kosher sukkah. However, you can't go on it on Yom Tov because you're using the tree. However, if three walls are on walls made by a human and the fourth side of the sukkah is leaning on the tree, then it's keshera ve'olin la'be'omtov. And you could even go on it on Yom Tov. And the reason very simply is because the sukkah could stand on three legs and that fourth one doesn't really make a difference and you're not really using the tree on Yom Tov. That's why you're allowed to go into that sukkah on Yom Tov. And the Mishnah ends off, Zeaklal, the basic rule is as follows. Kol If you move away the tree and the sukkah can stand on its own, keshera It's kosher sukkah, you can go on Yom Tov, and because you're not using the tree. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.